Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. Do you smell that? Do you smell that in the air? It's the cross between truck poles, ox poles, and food vendors. It's fair season here in Connecticut, and we love our fairs in Connecticut. They did start already. The Lebanon Fair kicked off, but we're in full effect. Fair season's upon us. And joining me this morning, talk about all the fun stuff coming up at the ag fairs and what's coming up. One thing I really like, we'll get into that little little pass for you to visit all the fairs available. Daniel Merriman, he's the director of the Association of the Connecticut Fairs and the vice president of a fair that's very dear to my heart, the Durham Fair. Daniel, thank you for joining me today. Hey, good morning, Joy. Glad. Uh, thank you for having us today. So the fair season is off and running. You know, it's it's Mother Nature doesn't know what she wants to do, but one thing I know you can always do is get out to a fair, support local things, and we'll get into a lot of these fairs, the nonprofits, the local community centers. But, you know, as you're looking in the crystal ball ahead to this fair season, how's it looking? I mean, are people excited to finally be out and about visiting fairs again? <laughs> You know, I'd say, Joey, the post-pandemic um, attitude is definitely very prevalent out there. We're seeing a lot of good attendance across these fairs. Um, you know, it's an outdoor event, so obviously people are looking to do more of that. And, you know, based on what they, you know, the community spirit aspect of these things, I think is one of the biggest drivers for people to come out to uh, country fairs. And that's the thing, you know, there's so many, there's 39 fairs in general. It goes from the majors to the district fairs, the Grange fairs, 4-H fairs. You know, real quick, how can you summarize what fair falls into what category? Well, so the uh, classifications are uniquely, uniquely different, Joey. So the major fairs, it's based on certifications, attendance, um and exhibits right the size of the fair and of course the duration and that really goes across uh all four different categories the grain fairs are a little smaller but i will say not to make a comparison um they're all uniquely different and they all offer something to everybody um and that's the kind of neat thing about these fairs and that's the thing, there is something for everyone. I mean, you can go from the major fairs down to the Grange fairs to a 4-H fair. There's something to be had for everyone, whether it's food, you know, checking out the different animals and livestock, the tractor pulls, the baked goods, which, you know, if you ever look for a, if you're ever looking for a volunteer to test some baked goods, you got my number. I'm okay with trying some food. We're okay with that. 
But that's the thing. All these fairs bring something different to the table for people to get out and adventure to. Yeah, so so true. So we always like to say it's good, clean, wholesome fun, Joey. There's something for everyone, whether you're going out for the entertainment, some unbelievable New England crafts that are available that are showcased at these fairs. And obviously, fair food is one of the biggest drivers. And that's the thing, you know, the fair food. Fair food has gone from your traditional fried dough to next level cuisine, if you will. The, what people are making at fairs now is something to behold. And my biggest, I don't want to say pet peeve or downfall, but is when you go to a fair and you're unfortunately not hungry, you're like, I want to try everything and anything I can possibly eat here. So you got to go hungry, get in the mood to get out, walk, whether it's, you know, the Durham Fair, which is built on a hill, or you're up at the Woodstock Fair, which is just massively expansive. Every fair has a little something different. And it's amazing to see, you've been doing this a while, how the fair food and just fairs in general have evolved to what they've become now. Yeah, it's really become um, a great opportunity for local vendors and regional vendors and to your point about the creativityness of the different foods, it's, I, every year we get different food trucks that are offering different uh, types of things. It's amazing how creative they are. And in terms of the atmosphere, to your point about not being hungry, how could you not eat when you come to a, a country fair? There's so much food to be had. It's a, it's a sin to go if you're not hungry. <laughs> you know, one of the things we were talking about this a little bit, it's each fair, like you said, has something different. The nonprofits, the community organizations that are helping out at these fairs, without those groups, a lot of these fairs, unfortunately, would not be as popular as they are now. Yeah, you know, Joey, one of the things that I love about our fairs is they foster a community spirit like nothing else. And you know, obviously everybody's involved in their respective towns and communities. And to be involved in these fairs from a volunteer uh, point of view, or even attending one of them, it's goodness that gets channeled right back into the community. So I think that fundamentally is a huge driver for a lot of our fairgoers that come to these fairs throughout the season. And a lot of the things and events and vendors that are at these fairs are from that community. So it is, you are helping the community, you know, progress itself to the next level. There's no COVID. A lot of people started doing, you know, their own crafts, finding their own creativity. So that person now is going to, can go to a fair and register to sell their items or their crafts or their food or their baked goods or whatever they're doing. So you are helping that local community and those nonprofits expand on their income and you're getting something wholesome and good. I mean, how can, how can you lose with that situation? No, it's a win-win situation. Um, you know, the, the folks, whether you're baking a pie, whether you're showing one of your animals, whether you're involved in a tractor pull, you name it, Joey, these people work all year round for that one, three or four day event to be able to promote what they've done and to win an award, which is maybe just a ribbon, but it doesn't matter. It's the, it's the culmination of all the hard work and dedication that went into that that really makes it awesome. 
And now if you if people are out there listening and they want to check out because come on, people, let's be honest. Connecticut is not a big state. You can go to any fair on any weekend. It's not that much time out of your hands. But if you are wanting to attend multiple fairs, one thing I'm really a big fan of, and I've noticed it this year, is the fair season pass that you can get. Tell me about that. Yeah, so that's available on our website, um, www.ag.ctfairs.com, and it's $100. And if you're an avid fairgoer, um, you can register to get one of these season passes, and it gives you and a companion access to any one of our 39 fairs throughout the season. So it's a great value. I'd highly recommend looking into that. I mean, it definitely it pays for itself in like two visits. You know, if you're going with the family – and that's the thing, every, like we said earlier, every fair has something different to offer. So don't be like, oh, I went to fair X. I don't need to go to a fair anymore. You're just missing out on so many opportunities to see and taste and enjoy so many other activities, whether it's a demolition derby at one fair or an ox pull at another fair or live music. I mean, a lot of these fairs have entertainment that's all part of the cover charge, if you will. Like you can get some great entertainment this summer and early fall just going to a fair. So true, and uh, we talked touched on it earlier. The value add that each one of these fairs offers, uh, Joey, uh, just from an entertainment point of view, it's hard to put a price on it. Uh, you know, especially with you know, if you went to a commercial venue, uh, comparably to see uh, some of the shows that these fairs are supporting, um, you're going to see that plus being an environment for half the price. Yeah. I mean, that's the and you can bring, you don't have to worry about not being able to bring food. There's plenty of food that you can find <laughs> at a fair to go watch a musician or watch a band play, you know, and one of the fairs that is, I guess we'll say near and dear to your heart because you're the vice president of the fair is the Durham fair. It's a major fair. It's probably the biggest, if not one of the biggest fairs in New England, you know, what do you got coming up this year? Let's uh, tickle people's appetites for late September. So we have Laurel and Elena for um, Friday night, which is an upcoming CMA star. We have Rick Springfield on Saturday night, which is getting all kinds of interest. And we have Lee Greenwood on Sunday, which is our uh, Veterans Patriotic Day. So that's going to be a very, very moving tribute when we have Lee Greenwood. Um, when we put up on our Facebook, Joey, uh, Rick Springfield, we got an inordinate amount of hits in terms of interest. So that's going to be a huge show for us this year. I mean, just think about that. The Durham Fair, you know, cattle country, farming land, as far as the eye can see, Rick Springfield, Lee Greenwood at a fair. Like 20 years ago, this if you were to be looking in the future, these would be things you weren't ever thinking about. Coming to the fair for, like we said, you pay at the door and that's it. Like there's not another cover charge to see the band play. Yeah, that's true. Well, we've always tried to hold the line, at least speaking for the Durham fair to keep our ticket price competitive. And in terms of the value add, um, you know, if you look back at the history of some of the acts that the Durham fair has had for, uh, to your point, the, the, the uh, admission price, it's unbelievable. You could not even, replicate that somewhere else in a commercial environment oh gosh no and i mean a lot of people i know they're afraid to go to fairs because of the parking situation so many fairs now have shuttles 
Parking is not an issue anymore. So many fares are running shuttles. You don't have to worry about it. There's food. Take an Uber if you're afraid you're going to be in a food coma. Come after the fare and you don't want to drive home. There's so many fares going on across the state. You can check them all out. ctagfares.org. Look at the season pass. I think it's an amazing benefit to the fair season if you're going to get out to a couple of fairs get that season ticket do 15 10 5 fairs do a couple of weekend it doesn't matter just get out enjoy connecticut again joining me this morning dan he is in the ctag fairs he's part of the durham fair there's so many things going across connecticut that just get out there daniel merriman the director of the association of connecticut fairs bryce vice president of the Durham Fair. It's built on a hill. It's got the charm. We won't get anything about that, but just get out there, enjoy some fairs. Dan, thanks for me joining me this morning. And I'm gonna throw a curveball question out at you. I this is like sure, choosing this is like choosing your favorite child. Durham Fair opens or you walk into a fair, pick a fair, Terryville Fair, Wolcott Fair. What's that one item of food that you're gonna hunt down? Well in our case it's the giant donut, you know, it's probably it's one of the longest vendors that we've had, and it's probably the most popular. I hate to single out one over the other, but bar none, it's one of the most popular food trucks that we have on the top of the hill. Check it out. So if you're going there, get the giant donut. If you're hitting the Terryville Fair, get some you know, lobster chowder. Every fair, like we said, has its own community. It's helping the community. These fairs have cult followings. I love it. So get out there. Visit a fair, ctagfairs.org. Get the whole schedule. Daniel, thank you for joining me this morning. Fairs are happening all across our great state of Connecticut. Have a great time right here at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 